Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay Aquenenta and these are going to be the Capricorn season messages for Capricorn. Hello Capricorn. Okay, it is that time of year again. I wish you guys a wonderful solar return, those of you that have birthdays this season. Um, those of you that have risings, right, you know, I wish you a wonderful beginning to the sun moving around taking a new start around your birth chart i just experienced mine i'm a sad rising so the sun has now entered my first house even in capricorn it's in my first house so i do want to wish you guys a very happy birthday um let me know like let me know are you a, a december capricorn are you a um january one when is um if you're a rising you know, let me know. Or if you're just watching this, I always like to know those people that are just watching because it's the season, right? It's the seasonal message that um, is for everyone. Let me know what you have in Capricorn. Maybe you don't have anything in Capricorn. I don't have anything in Capricorn. Um, but yeah, this it's still a powerful, um, it's a powerful sign. So there is something important about this season, I think I want to say, and I'll say it in your one, uh, Capricorn, which is I think, if I'm correct, this is the last time that the sun is going to conjunct Pluto in Capricorn. You'll be happy to hear this thing that has been happening to you guys since 2008. Um, it's the last time that the sun will conjunct. I mean, it's not going to happen for another 250 years. So that's it. We're done for our lifetime. Um, and that's a powerful moment. I think that will be a powerful moment. I was thinking about that, actually. That was, I was looking at, there's loads of transits in your season. And no doubt you'll hear me talk about them in the weeklies. Um, but yeah, that one seems very significant. Right at the tail end. I mean, we begin, I mean, it's quite the season. We begin Capricorn season with the sun conjuncting Mercury. And I talked about that in the weekly that I called Claiming Power. And then in next week's weekly which will go up after these readings go up which i've already done as well there's you know it's how we close out the year venus entering sagittarius which is your 12th house jupiter going direct in your fifth house so there's a lot around self-expression but it this feels like a very fitting reading which yes i'm going to get started on right now um around this kind of last sign that you know this shift into usually i don't think that usually i just think of it as capricorn season right but yeah there feels like a kind of ending a transition happening this season all right that's enough rambling let's get on with this reading so the first card that i pulled for you guys let me complete pulling the cards on screen um is the sweat lodge and we're using the mystical shaman oracle i will read you all three parts of this the essence the sweat lodge represents the womb of Mother Earth. Now, when you get to next week's weekly, which is, what did I call it? Oh, the future flows from here. It's got this theme in it as well. And there's a full moon in Cancer happening, right? Obviously in your season. So this ties in beautifully with the, with the energy that's coming up for this era, this era. Maybe it's the end of an era. So the sweat lodge represents the womb of Mother Earth. Volcanic stones are heated in a fire outside, then brought into the lodge and placed in a shallow hole in the centre. Participants sit in complete darkness around the red hot stones to sweat away old habits and beliefs and heal disease. When you return humbly to the womb of the mother, you are offered second chances. The invitation. This is a time to journey inward into the dark and hidden places of your soul to reconnect with the ancient earth wisdom. 
You can also create a sacred and intimate space in the dark by lighting a candle. Observe what emerges and without judging it, invite it to bring you its gifts. Again, I talked about this gift um, in next week's weekly, if you're watching this right at the beginning of cancer season. But it's that one, the future, the last week, basically, of the year. You are being offered an opportunity to shed and heal from the aspects of your life you have outgrown. Do not worry that you'll be consumed by the process, the medicine. Life is offering you a second chance. Take it, since this chance may not come your way again for a while. Mother Earth is calling you into her womb and inviting you to incubate as long as needed for a spiritual rebirth. Gift yourself time to be with your darkness, your fears, your pain and your seeds of beautiful potential. And what I will say to you around this is also your regrets. Like what, what do you regret for this year? And, you know, we're not supposed to, in quotes, supposed to regret things. Right. But it could like what what is there that you would have liked to have done more this year? You know, it could be anything. Like, oh, I wish I'd worked out more this year. or I'd wish I spent more time with my friends or you know, read more, you know, whatever it's there's a little push that the universe holds us i think in setting these new intentions and moving forward um at this time of year so it's worth thinking not just about what we hope for oh i'd like to do this or i want to do that but also what we regret and you can see that comes up here five of cups is the theme that's been coming up um where was I? So you are being offered an opportunity to shed and heal from the aspects of your life you have outgrown. Do not work. No, I've read that, haven't I? No, I've read that bit. Sorry, I'll jump. Sorry, gift yourself time to be with your darkness, your fears, your pain, and your seeds of beautiful potential until you come out the other side free, wise, and full of creativity. And this is going to be related to, I mean, make the most of it. Jupiter's going to be going through your fifth house. I mean, once Jupiter goes direct on the 31st, that's it. Then Jupiter's headed for Gemini. And so just, you know, make the most of it. And this might be, you might have been trying to make the most of it, thinking, what the hell, Jay? It's not like I haven't tried. I think we get a little extra push um, now in the next few months. Right, then you guys got adventures. This is what it says. It's the lofty waterfall. And it says, symbolically, water usually relates to emotions. Moving water is moving and fluid emotions it represents letting go and release so we see a theme coming up right water and um, think about the sweat lodge which i know not to be gross right <laughs> but what is we're sweating it out right it's our, the the water or the fluid that it's talking about is the stuff that we sweat out whether it's you know um some people believe uh, you know if you think about if you've got a cold or whatever uh that can be like sweating it out um but yeah, that's interesting that the Adventures Lofty Waterfall comes out with this, the Sweat Lodge energy. Sorry, I was kind of getting distracted there by that. Anyway, it says represents letting go and release. Water also represents spirituality and moving water can represent spiritual rejuvenation, regeneration and renewal. I think Venus moving through your 12th may help with that as well. Water falling from a great height, such as a lofty waterfall, intensifies every meaning of water the power of moving water doesn't allow life to be stagnant it activates new experiences and adventures 
sacred landscape wants you to know. Something exciting is around the corner. You are entering a new frontier filled with expansive energy. Begin to look at your world in new and different ways. Some Something that you thought was mundane or someone whom you may have overlooked will open the door to new opportunities and a bigger and bolder way of living. Be willing to see the world around you in new ways. Don't be lulled into complacency. This card appears when you're ready to remove your blinders and take action so life doesn't become stagnant and lacklustre. It also can signify incredible spiritual attunement and spiritual voyages. Beautiful. Now, as if that wasn't enough, I also pulled a rune. And the rune that you guys have is um awas you know i there's about three of these that i say the same but it's the one that's movement progress the horse and this is what it says awas is a rune of transit and movement transition of physical shifts new dwelling places new attitudes or new life now you've got the north node going through your fourth house so this kind of relates to that i feel it also signifies movement in the sense of improving or bettering any situation there is about this rune a sense of gradual development and steady progress with the accompanying notion of slow growth through numerous shifts and changes. This could apply to the growth of a business or to the development of an idea. A relationship may need to undergo changes if it is to maintain growth and life. Moral effort and steadfastness are called for when you draw the rune of movement, another of the cycle runes. Let it be, let it be said this way, as I cultivate my own nature, all else follows. This rune's symbol is the horse and it signifies the inseparable bond between horse and rider. Bronze Age artifacts show a horse drawing the sun across the sky. Here Awaz is saying you have progressed far enough to feel a measure of safety in your position. Now it is time to turn again and face the future reassured, prepared to share the good fortune that comes your way. The shearing is significant since it relates to the sun's power to foster life and illuminate all things with its light. Now I'll read the reversed as well. Movement that appears to block. Be certain that what you are doing or not doing is timely. There are no missed opportunities. You have simply to recognise that all, not all opportunities are open to you. That not all possibilities are for you. The opportunity at hand may be precisely to avoid action. If you are feeling at a loss, unclear about the need to act, consider what is timely to your nature and remember what is yours will come to you. Now, you know, I'm not, I mean, I, in a sense, I believe that, but there's a danger, I think, of always put framing it in the way of, oh, it will come to you. It's coming up for you. Um, if you've done nothing, nothing will come towards you. If you're not ready to move, if you're not ready to challenge yourself, you're not ready to show up in a different way, then what do we imagine is going to change, right? So I always put, add that little caveat in there. Um, what I'm getting from a lot of this, especially when I talk about, you know, um, what was it? Sweat Lodge, the medicine talked about a second chance. Adventures was this. What I kind of get, like, you know, just about this movement and going forward, yes, we're releasing old habits, which means we're not doing things in the way that we did them. You've got something that comes up here with the Eight of Swords, Seven of Swords around that. It's going to be living beyond preferences. Prepare to be very uncomfortable. You've heard me say that for a while, but I was saying it for a while, preparing us for the discomfort of this phase. When you start something new, it is uncomfortable. Um... So first of all, there is that. Secondly, I get this sense, especially with Jupiter in the fifth, right? That you may have, you know, with Jupiter there, been planning what you want to do. 
And I think Jupiter retrograde gave you an opportunity to go over those plans, right? To, you know, it can't be easy having Saturn in the third and Jupiter in the fifth, right? So it's like, what do I do with my ideas? And you might be second guessing yourself and going over it and getting it right. But if you've been planning, if you've been looking at what you want to do, the direction that you want to go in, then now it's time to make moves, right? Or if you have no idea, no idea, just consider this. If you've been dealing with a lot of stuff in your life, whatever it's that you have been dealing with, I want you to think about how that may have prepared you. I would keep giving this example of the Olympics, which is, you know, the Olympics is when we go and perform, when we go and show our athletic prowess or whatever it is that we've mastered. But the kind of build up to that is when we have been working out, when we've been training, when we've been improving our times, when we've been, you know, with our coach doing what we need to do to be the best athlete that we can. And there's a reason that example keeps coming up because I think I, I know a lot of people. I mean, I spoke to two just this morning, right? Just this morning. And I'm recording this on Sunday, the 17th of December. I'm not going to let what happened in Sag season happen in Capricorn season. Um, I had this kind of just two people that I spoke to who just feel like, you know, one of them asked me that, am I being punished? Why does life just feel so hard? It just feels like I'm being punished all the time. And the other just can't really find anything that, that's hopeful. You know, so I, I, I know that that's not everyone's story. Um, others have plans, but they haven't been able to move on them. You know, whatever it is, whatever our practice is, you know, that what flows from the womb of the mother, um, what we nourish is what grows. It talked about the rune talks about the sun. Yes, there are plenty of things that we can focus on, five of cups. But even our regrets, I'm not asking you to, like, say, if you've got regrets or you feel like you've missed an opportunity, um to to ignore that right this is we're not going to be pollyannas and all you know happy clappy and our life is miserable but to know even out of that something flows not even grows flows so think about you know if you've got regrets or feel about the regrets and see what comes out of that because the ingredient that is needed here is the courage to own what we really want the primary desire right and then to act on it and part of, I think, what's been happening here, if I look at these cards, is, you know, Ten of Cups is the notion of what we feel is emotionally satisfying and the love that we have to share and how we want to share. The star is a glimpse of our destiny or it's written in the stars. This is my purpose. This is what guides me. This is what gives me hope. We've got that. But then with the star, we've got the Seven of Swords. These are both Aquarius cards, by the way. So I think in a lot of, or maybe this is going to happen for everyone, I don't know, you're the first sign I'm doing, obviously, um, that this has been the past year. Where with the Seven of Swords, Seven of Swords is planning. It's scheming, it's planning. And, I, I you know, scheming, I don't mean that it can be in a nefarious way, but I don't intend it, I mean it in a neutral sense. You know, coming up with a scheme that, you know, the direct approach doesn't work, I need to kind of work on this. And so it's the question of what is worth, what is a risk worth taking? You've discovered a risk worth taking with the star. But it's big, right? And it can be overwhelming. So Ten of Cups and the star are very kind of forward-facing, future-facing. Um, 
and I don't want to just say you haven't done it or that you've been afraid to do it, right? I don't I don't want to say that. Sometimes, you know, we can have a plan and the plan works against us. So it can be, oh, when when this happens, then I'll do it. Or, you know, the dominoes that we set up. But one of those dominoes has to go down for everything else to fall into place. And we're the only ones that can knock that domino down. So, yes, the Seven of Swords can talk about avoidance. Yes, it can talk about a reluctance to take risks. It can talk about something that isn't worth the risk. You know, risks aren't always something to be taken, although with the North Node in Aries, it is about now taking healthier risks, having the courage and being brave enough to take those to take those risks. Um, let me get some clarifiers for this while I keep talking about this. Just put my sleeves up because they're getting in the way. All right, all right. What's we got for this ten of cups? Oh god, ten of cups. Oh, and one of the cards fell out. Nine of wands fell out. Right? Yeah. What we're tired of. What we what we've done for a long time. Um, the nine of was it the nine of wands that came out and the six of swords? Yes, I just remembered. So if you think about that. You want to move away from what you've done for a while. I mean, that feels like the, the pre-information to this reading. So the Nine of Wands, I've done it for a long time. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. Six of Swords, I want to just move forward. Don't know where I'm going, but I don't want to be here. It's exhausting, right? And so we've got this, this energy. But then obviously Six of Swords, Seven of Swords, Eight of Swords. So we've got um, continuity in some ways, progression that comes up. When you get Ten of Cups, Three of Cups, this can be um, family, friends, support networks, reunions. You know, it, it, it talks about family, but the family isn't just blood. So it is around that. And there's something around sharing what we want to share. Another Shadow of Capricorn. I'm not so I know plenty of Capricorns that don't like this. Shadow of Cap Shadow of Capricorn. It's because of the four of pentacles, right? Is this kind of notion of miserly, doesn't want to share, just uses uh, you know, whatever and and retains it. That's not my experience of Capricorns, right? And if you really kind of get to the heart of the Capricorn, and in fact, in fact, I think those Capricorns that feel the most fulfilled, they are working for something. Their families, there's ten of cups, three of cups. Why is that? And even if they don't have one, like you might be a young Capricorn thinking, I just got out of uni. I'm not interested in my family or anything at the moment. Fair enough. But, you know, you guys are old souls. You, you're thinking about this kind of notion of, all right, yeah, so I need to do this, get this job, um, earn some money, <laughs> then I'll get married, then I'll have kids. Like, you know, I'm not saying, well, it obviously depends. Like if you're a Capricorn son with everything else in Aquarius, you may not have that, but we're just talking about Capricorn energy at the moment. But this is around support, family, you know, seventh house where you've got a full moon, uh, where you have a full moon and cancer happening in your season. That's the ending of some way of relating, like a relationship that you have with yourself or with others. Um, I think one of the hardest things about being a Capricorn internally and without realizing it maybe that's what you don't see here is that you are enough you are enough as you are um without needing all the other kind of bells and whistles that go along with living in this material reality that being there emotionally for people 
is sometimes all they need but i mean that's the aquarian concept we'll talk about that in aquarius season where a lot of us just need a friend right we need a friend someone who to listen to us to just say yeah don't worry like you know you're good i've got you we'll see what happens who's rooting for you who lets you be who you are the way that you are and i think a lot of us need friends right now just a friend right or, or to be a friend to ourselves but so this is very much about the sharing of our emotional happiness now or what we want to do for others or how we want to support or be supported right but let's have a look at the star now i know you might have had this or had a vision of this i just want to say some of you are very disappointed um about that and whatever those themes are for you the non-realization of your happily ever after the lack of emotional support in your life whatever the story is for you this i mean these are all aquarius cards so now we added another sword right five of swords the five of swords is blind ambition it is if there was a card that was related to I'm really sorry if anyone holds her up as a hero, but I often think the the Five of Swords is like Ayn Rand, you know, the perks of being selfish and all this kind of stuff. That's the Five of Swords. So anyone that's like an Ayn Rand fan, I'm sorry if, if I'm having a dig at your, your belief system there or, you know, what you purport to agree with. But the Five of Swords is that. It's the card. If we're going to talk about a card that talks about um envious of what other people have or coveting what others have or doing whatever it takes to get what you want um is the five of swords that does that now no card is good or bad right so i'm not saying the five of swords is is good or bad but it's a blow to the ego it's a blow to our identity and when i talk about those things there may be things that you want to do or achieve but you've stopped yourself because you don't want your family or whoever to see you as selfish. Um, but they don't. It's you that's judged yourself in that way if you think about it, right? So it's it's conflict. Five of Swords is conflict, but it's where we only see winners or, and losers. We only see winners and losers. We see, you know, taking this or having the last word or doing whatever as an expression of our individualism, if you think about it, using the Aquarius term. And this is all Aquarius here. So I've got a feeling this is from last Aquarius season and Aquarius is your second house. So this is going to be the last year probably has been one of values. What you value. What is your value coming up? Um, what has changed around that for you? So this is Five of Swords, Agent of Chaos coming in around our mental, logical faculties. Five of Cups, though, is an Agent of Chaos coming in emotionally. So maybe you gave it a shot. Maybe you've been following your path or your destiny. You've been working towards this long-term goal. Um, Seven of Swords, you've been doing it in secret. You've been hiding away, whatever it is, right? This could play out in so many different dynamics for each individual. But as an underlying energy, yes, you may have gone the logical, rational route of moving towards something, but there is something that has been missed out on. And it doesn't have to be massive. You might have had a plan and you've been like biohacking your life like a pro. You know, you're healthier than you've ever been. You're whatever than you've ever been in your life. But your intimate relationships have been left behind. Or you've been focusing on your intimate relationships and your health has gone. Or, you know, you're not earning as much as you would have wanted to earn. So take it, you know, 
take it the way that it works for your life but let's see let's get to each one for that seven of swords what the hell's going on with all this aquarius energy coming up so now we've got the king of swords the point of this good bad ugly whether you won or lost and the five of swords is always an empty victory you can win on paper but you still lose um it's it's like the the ending scene the end scene of rocky the first rocky everyone knows i love it and whatever but um where apollo wins he wins but he it's not a clear victory because no, rocky went all 15 rounds with him or however many rounds it was you know rocky went and so a lot of people thought that apollo didn't deserve to win um to win that and that's why there's rocky 2 where they have a rematch so and maybe this is a rematch maybe there's something that you lost but you lost on a technicality and it wasn't a real loss also i want to say this if you've got this idea of what you see your life as right whatever your plan is but i mean like say for example you're looking for a job and you're looking for a very specific kind of job but the only you keep getting offered a different kind of job which you think that's not me that's not who i am like what the hell why is this coming up remember it said a second chance that maybe you said no to something before but it's a yes for you just consider it just really be aware of just go through your process mercury is retrograde right in your sign well it starts we start off your season with mercury going back into your 12th house so you may you have an opportunity here to really consider what do i like and what do i not like why am i making these decisions what are the fears associated with this what is the inner conflict what am i hoping to achieve um that's a massive theme but you have, I think with that King of Swords, it, you have knowledge now around the conflicts, around what you avoid, what you prefer, what you don't prefer. Seven of Swords can be a card of preference as well, living beyond preference. And the star is what your greater vision for your life is. It's a massive reading, right? So let's see, with the Eight of Swords coming up. Oh gosh, it just flew out. Six of Wands. So... I, this is your your reading is a little it's not strange but it's just what am i trying to say here so think of the eight of swords i can't i can't do that but there's this sense of how we're seen now most people would say i don't care how i'm seen right i don't really care about that but just sit with that just meditate with that at least for a moment this season of you know i can't do that why 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 are your hands tied? Why can't you make those big moves? How how are you afraid of being seen? Or how do you want to be seen, right? And if you think you don't really care how anyone in the world sees you, how do you want to see yourself? Because the six of wands is that it's, it's what you have pride in. It's how you step forward. It's... Um, you know you may not want to admit that you lost out on something or you did whatever but the six of one says hey that that's a part of our story too it's given us great knowledge you know i if you think about it this way whatever field you're interested in so say for example i was interested in obviously dealing with symptoms of the chronic illness right and i was much more drawn to the person who had tried everything who had you know and had failed at stuff and gotten it wrong and made mistakes and did whatever and was able to tell me about that that to me is the the more the person who has the answers who's explored this from every angle than the person who said oh i got ill and then i just did this and i was fine right they've not they don't have the experience 
right, of a, a, a long kind of extended chronic illness. Um, they don't, they haven't made mistakes in it. They haven't had to course correct. They haven't done all of that stuff. So it sounds really inviting to have the person, you know, the quickest route up the mountain, the person who did that. But to me, that's not a mountaineer. Like, you know, that's someone who went up there. I mean, they're lucky. Maybe they were lucky and they didn't need to. It's not a dig at anyone that got the answer on the first go. Um, but then think about that. If we're talking about, say, chronic illness, they wouldn't be in the chronic illness community because they sorted it out first go. Would they even consider themselves to have a chronic illness? Right? So consider all of your, especially this past year, something about this past year that comes up um around your value around what you value and what you work for and then with this it's time to kind of show that it's time to showcase that whether it's to friends and family whether it's to your colleagues at work whether it's to start that business however whatever showcasing this means to you wow i mean six of pentacles here six of pentacles there is a sharing of something either a vision of something that you've learned some knowledge that you have whatever your roadmap is it's time to share it six of pentacles six of pentacles here as well but what so address the <clears throat> excuse me i can't i don't know who am i to do it like whatever themes come up around that address those should i get one more for that all right let's get one more king of wands you know when you talk about um showcasing it yes yeah the the king of wands has come up there as well now um seven of swords hiding so i get a lot of this for hiding in the shadows or removed or whatever you've been working on or resolving doesn't have to be something that you've created i think it is time to expand show up and share that now whatever that means to you so with the five of cups coming up in the present those are regret uh, missed opportunities Again, there's a sense of, with the Hierophant, but that's the prescribed, that's the path. That's how you know where you're coming in. You could have a crisis of faith. Sometimes when you get the Five of Cups and the Hierophant, it's a crisis of faith, right? But that, that's Taurus energy coming up. And the Five of Cups is Scorpio. So think about what you regret. If you, if you don't have any regrets and you're like flying high, then hey, share that with everyone right that's great but let's see what do you regret what have you missed out on what didn't work out the way you wanted it to what did you not get to do that bloody hell now this it's all head and heart energy but a lot of heart energy is coming up it's like you've done the head stuff um four of cups is stuck what feeling can't you just shake is that six of swords again so you can see the kind of themes coming up here with the kind of range um, of where it is. And, you know, mostly apart from this king of one, six of ones, which is about showing up, shining it out there. Remember, the kings are socially responsible. They impact. You've got the king of swords and the king of ones, right? Uh, Leo and Aquarius. What is uh, what is Leo for you? Leo is your eighth house. So, yeah, what have you uncovered? What do you know now? What is it time to reveal? Um, from the looks of it, you've had quite the year, Capricorn, if I'm going to take this as Aquarius season last year. Um, and then this season is prep for next season, which will be Aquarius season. 
But who are you? Who have you become through all of this? Four of Cups is when we are stuck. Apathy, boredom, right? Six of Swords, it's time to move forward. So you are ready to relinquish a lot of the boredom, a lot of the fatigue, a lot of the shit that you've been doing again and again. And, but I want you to treat that Five of Cups as in as an inspiration. You know, another necessity is a mother of invention. And again, you know, that talks about regret, missed opportunities, only seeing half of the story, only looking at what has been lost. But there is this notion of turning and facing the future. So take a moment, look at it, look at, you know, the three cups are what have fallen over here in the five of cups. And so it, it might be saying the loss of a community, a group, a support network, whatever that is. But there is an opportunity here to move forward. It, it's all going to involve you showing up though. I mean, here, look at this. I've got another four. So with strength coming up in the future, which is courage, the courage to own what you want. Uh, what was I saying about the kings? Yeah, the kings affect and they influence and their environment. The queens are all about how the environments affected them internally, but the kings affect their environment through their knowledge, through their energy, through what they're creating, through what they do. So this is yang energy, right? So it's very outward energy. But with strength, which is Leo again coming up for you, there is this thing, I mean do you want to admit that it's time to move house four of wands can be house move job move or a change in the environment around us it can be something that isn't supportive of us anymore that was once upon a time but ultimately it's the courage for us to show up differently bigger bolder brighter that's what i get for you guys eight of wands i mean yes you got all these ones coming up communication yes communication mercury so four of wands eight of wands is mercury in sagittarius there's a lot that's being revealed here but when you've got fire that's taking action and when you've got the magician these are new beginnings whenever you get strength and the magician together it's very telling very telling one is a card of courage one is a card of confidence so it almost feels to me as if you have all the parts that you need but it's just the vehicle, which is you, and how you convey this out in the world, that has changed. And it's taken you, It's that's not saying that you could have done this before, but there's a realisation now that, oh, I can do this, I can show up in this way. There's a, a different way that Capricorn is showing up here. Six of Pentacles. Six of Pentacles is doing it for the, the act of doing so it's a Taurus card as well um it's about sorry what is this yeah three of swords now the stories that you have about why you shouldn't share remember you got the six of pentacles here and you got the six of pentacles here it's that thing of well no one appreciates it no one gives anything to me like that kind of stuff it's where we're we're hurt where we've been let down in the past and maybe that was true in the past right but it's the old stories that we're letting go about giving what we give and what we receive for that. So they could be like the, the your price tag has changed, how you value yourself or what you see of value has changed. But how that changes is through the release of this heartache, pain, loss, 
whatever the three of swords are for you old triggers old wounds oh i love this threes are very much facing the future um a new story a new way of communicating uh this can be the writer's friend actually the ace of swords when it comes up especially when you get the king of wands and um strength and the eight of wands coming up so with the ace of swords coming up you know swords are our thoughts our beliefs our ideas and how we communicate them so this is how to, a new way of communicating, a new way of sharing. I mean, you've got bloody Saturn in your third house. Like, of course, communication is going to come up as a theme. They, and, you know, of course, um, Mercury is retrograde in your in your sign. Now, I would I will say this. As your season starts, the winter solstice, right? Um, I forget what time. Well, the sun goes into Capricorn. I think it's just after midnight in the UK, which will be, you know, you check where that is in in your own country for your time zone but i think it's like tw midnight 32 minutes um 12 32 or something midnight in the uk that the sun enters capricorn i hope i said capricorn yes and but it's going to the first thing it does is meet mercury the kazemi which i talked about in that weekly right that i've already done claiming your power what is your power because it's it's not enough just to say i am this it's about you know putting your money where your mouth is but showing up from that space not just thinking it not just saying it not just fighting for it not just being agitated for it not just working on it in the shadows the king of wands is bold and bright he's like the sun he shines and then i think that whole notion around the six of pentacles which is i will do this to get that is off the table why why would that be off the table because that's where we turn ourselves into um a transaction we turn everything into a transaction i would only do this if i get that so then we won't do anything but i think about this right let's give you a, a very kind of um earthy capitalistic kind of idea if you have a new product that nobody has ever used before i mean you could look at the world think of like chat gpt and stuff right so now we have all these ai uh, language models large language models that are coming out if they hadn't opened it up to the public for people to try for free would anyone have paid for it i mean i'm sure there would have been like the overton window and stuff like you know people would have there would might have been people that said oh well, let me go explore this and let me go um check this out but no like the mass amount of people wouldn't have tried it i'm not asking you to give yourself away for free i'm asking you that if you see something of value within yourself show up from that place because most people they don't know they don't know who you are now capricorn they don't know what you have of value so you do it because that's who you are so there's a sense of almost how you market yourself what you give of yourself what you share of yourself that comes up here but with the three of pentacles which is a capricorn card it's mars in capricorn and mars is going to come into capricorn right this is where we work this is where we use our resources this is where we understand we're all different and that it's going to take all kinds now i want you to think about your stories that you have around people that you work with because look you've got three of cups um where was it three of swords three of pentacles you don't have the three of wands which that's you know 
that's a kind of a solo card sometimes you are my expectations are based on the actions that i take you've taken actions this is a different action that you're taking now and in the three of cups they all get on everyone's allowed to be who they are they all have their cups they're all speaking from the same place so also be aware of the story that you have of relationships and how people are supposed to work together and you know all of that why do i say that because in the three of pentacles they are all different they're all different none of them know each other's jobs none of them know um how to do any like you know and if everyone was the same way i think i said this in one of the weeklies if everyone was the same way so if everyone was the builder everyone could build who that you know, what would they build where are the plans for this without the belief of the monk there wouldn't be a need for a cathedral without the plans of the architect there would be no there would be no guide for the person to build something and without the the guy who's building the cathedral the other two they can talk about faith and they can dream about this building that could be built but no one would build it it takes all kinds and that's capricorn that teaches us that and mars is a work i mean it's no wonder you got the rune the horse one it i've been saying this mars is a workhorse in capricorn mars loves being in capricorn but there's a new truth a new philosophy a new way of going forward and it's much more exuberant and out there than maybe you've given yourself credit for. If you're trying to market yourself for a business or something that you've been trying to get out there, this is a great time to at least, uh, if you've got plans in place, to start acting on them in your season, Capricorn. I think I'm going to leave it right there. I love you guys very much. I'm going to actually, I'm going to hand you over to the outro. I haven't recorded it yet. That's why I'm a bit, am I going to do an outro? I will do an outro. I'm going to hand you over to me in the outro right now. Before you go, lovely people, I just wanted to share a few words and a few thoughts. As you guys heard at the beginning of this reading, I did include a quote spoken by David Bowie, actually. Um, I used his actual voice. I was I read it out and I thought, mm, this doesn't have the same punchiness when I say it. So I found a clip of him actually saying it and used the audio of David Bowie. Beautiful quote. And I think it's so true. And the reason I wanted to share it, he is a Capricorn son, by the way. So that was one of the reasons that I wanted to share his quote. If you think about it, it speaks to creativity and the work that we do. But it can be about life as well, right? How we live our lives. And if you feel safe in any area of your life, right? Then yes, enjoy it. But know that you're on the precipice of it becoming a comfort zone of it coming to the end of your growth and I don't think that's because you know we have to be continually growing and moving I just think we're not built to be stagnant we're not built to just be one way when we find life difficult when we find you know it lackluster to use a word that came up in the Capricorn reading without any kind of pizzazz without kind of any anything it's like why am I here what am I doing you know okay I've got this okay I've got that it's because we feel safe and if you haven't been feeling safe, you know, let's just speak there, then by what David Bowie says, you're in the right place to do something exciting. Now, I used to say something very similar to this for a long time, and that was, be gentle with yourself, be gentle with yourself. You're exactly where you need to be to take that next step. And I do firmly believe that. I know it hasn't been an easy year for very many people, and there are certain themes that have kept coming up in, and I've just spoken to a lot of people in the closing out of this year 
I've heard all sorts of things about this year. It's been a horrible year. It's been a tough year. What the hell was this year? I've heard all of it. A lot of people who feel very stuck or not sure about the next steps or what they'll be doing next. Now, I know obviously that's not everyone. And I'm referring to people that have booked readings with me or who talk to me who who would, you know, just want to share where they are. But whatever this year was for you, whatever it was for you, I hope that you can see that it gave you something, a gift, maybe even a gift that, you know, you found in yourself and your ability to endure, thrive, survive, you know, whatever this year brought to you, a gift that you can use to create something new, not, not just in this new year, but in the years to come, a vision of a future of what is possible, something that is born out of even the deepest regrets or the greatest happiness that you've had. You know, we've all had different kinds of years and dealt with them in very different ways. I will be doing a talk. I, I really want to do a talk on, you know, the kind of just my own stuff for this year and what I see for the coming year. You know, one of the big themes, I'll just share it here, is there is a lot of air energy next year. We've got Pluto moving into Aquarius. We have got Jupiter moving into Gemini and of course that south node is in Libra remember that air signs are the signs of relationships so whatever it is that has gone on with each and every single one of us or whatever it is that we're going to go forward and become please know that a part of this is that we are doing it together with each other through each other whatever it is right if there's an obstacle in your way if you have felt stuck if you have a plan that you're waiting to enact know that we will do it together. I I firmly believe that. I wouldn't be here if I didn't. I mean, part of my own spiritual practice has been not just to serve, not just to support, not just to give. I know both the, the light and the shadow of those actions, even though it sounds really great on the, on the surface. I know I've worked through and seen the light and the shadow in myself of those kinds of practices. But it is also to allow others to support and give to me and that is a spiritual practice and I see it as a spiritual practice and it's very humbling and I knock up against my ego a lot because it makes me feel vulnerable but it's something that I've been doing for a couple of years and you know I've been revisiting it a lot seeing the three of pentacles come up as much as it does because part of the three of pentacles which is a Capricorn card it is Mars in Capricorn remember Mars will be entering Capricorn in the first week of the new year we build it strong together and I do believe that we are each other's greatest resources in some ways but why I bring that up is to say thank you thank you to everyone who enters into that relationship with me whether it's because you know I create what I create I, I put out these messages and you enter into the relationship of viewing that of taking it in of listening to what I have to say whether you agree with me or not that's not even the point of it it's that you engage with it for those who share of their own lives who leave comments and say what's going on with them how they're feeling especially when it's said from an i statement it has never ever been easier than now just to sit back and to be an observer or to just put yourself in the role of the critic who shoots down other people's creations or ideas or opinions and so I have profound respect and love for those people who share of themselves, who say what's going on with them and share their ideas and feelings. You know, you see a lot of these videos where they talk about today's video was sponsored by. Well, all of my videos, that's everything that I do as Aquarian Insight. It is sponsored by and made possible by those people who send donations to support the work that I do and 
I'm grateful to you guys every single day. I love you guys very much. Thank you so much for enabling me to do the work that I do. We're all very different. I know there's some people that will be celebrating this time of year. For others, it's, you know, just another month. It's, it's nothing big. But for those of you that are celebrating, I wish you a wonderful festive season. No matter how this year closes out, at the very least, I wish for all of us the hope and the faith that next year will not be like this year. Just because it's been this way forever doesn't mean it will. And whether that's like the, the best of times or the worst of times, right? Change is upon us. Change is inevitable. Happy New Year, lovely people. Happy New Year. I will be doing a talk, so look out for that. But for now, I just want to say I love you guys very much. Thank you for being here with me this year. I'll see you on the flip side.